Why, why am I under arrest, sir? If you're just tuning in, you are watching our correspondent, Omar Jimenez, being arrested by state police in Minnesota. We're not sure why our correspondent is being arrested. Omar is just one of many journalists who were arrested during the recent Black Lives Matter protests. That one happened live on national television. But there were other journalists who were physically assaulted and tear-gassed, all while just doing their job. And it was only the latest in a series of attacks on the press. Welcome to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo, and it's Friday, July 3rd. For this Independence Day, we're dedicating this special episode to journalism and the role it plays in our democracy. Journalism is in danger. It's under attack and distrusted by many. And tens of thousands of journalists are out of work. Most of those job cuts were in local news, where trust is highest. The extinction-level crisis in local journalism is today's one big thing. I'm not different from many journalists in that I got my start in local news at my hometown paper, the Miami Herald. Local journalism is an issue I care deeply about, and so does Sarah Fisher. She's the media reporter for Axios. Local media plays a huge role in elevating democracy. There have been studies that have shown that absent a strong local newspaper or broadcaster, local governments and municipalities make bad decisions. And over the last 15 years, we've lost 2,100 newspapers, mostly in small and mid-sized towns. The economy and the pandemic have accelerated this even further. In just April and May of this year, at least 30 newspapers have closed or merged. All in all, a quarter of the newspapers that used to exist in this country are now gone. If we go back to July of 1776, our Declaration of Independence was actually first published in many newspapers, including the Hartford Current. Side note, it did not make the front page. The Hartford Current is actually the only one of those newspapers that's still around. Today, it's owned by the Tribune Company, which is typical of most newspaper companies nowadays because it's not a family-owned business anymore. And the reason that matters, Nyla, is because when you own something— You want to be able to pass that down to your kids. You want to put your personal stake into it. And so you care about the content. You care about the impact that that paper has on your local community. When you're a big hedge fund and a local paper is one of dozens of papers in your portfolio, you don't have an emotional attachment to it. The tech giants are also investing in local journalism. Companies including Facebook and Google have poured more than $1 billion in startup funding to all kinds of local news companies. They're in turn testing out nonprofit and for-profit digital business models. One of the newest ones of these is the Oakland side. It just officially launched three weeks ago. Oakland hasn't had a newspaper devoted to covering the city for the past four years. Tasneem Raja is its editor-in-chief. Before the Oakland side launched, she spent hours talking with the community about what they wanted. 
before we published a single story, spending months actually sitting down with people and asking about what they want journalists to do for their community and how they might actually like to get involved in helping journalists do this work. And, you know, just yesterday, actually, we published an investigation into issues that many Oakland residents told us via tips. You know, we're very new. We haven't been on the scene for very long at all. But I was just so happy to see that they wanted us to look into this story and the response has been enormous. How much of a thought did you give to the business and finances of all of this when it was being created? Equal thought. You have to. Our newsroom, the Oakland side, is part of a larger nonprofit network called CitySide. Our initial seed funding for the Oakland side comes from the Google News Initiative. We received $1.5 million to seed this project. I wonder if you worry about the landscape of what that looks like across the country when you think about smaller communities versus a place like Oakland, uh, where, you know, in three weeks you've managed to have 500 people sign up. You know, I wouldn't say that I worry about the local news landscape. You know, there's plenty of people doing that. I am looking to work with people who want to find solutions and work really hard to show what is possible and what can be done if we rethink the role of local journalism in our communities, if we rethink who we serve, what we work for, what success looks like. Since the Oakland side launched, the site has gained 500 paid subscribers. It's a strong start, but it's just been three weeks. And we know the path to sustainability and survival is going to take much longer. We'll be back in 15 seconds with the woman who called the current crisis in local journalism an extinction-level event. Welcome back to Axios Today. We're devoting this entire episode to the crisis in local journalism. And we've been talking about how much digital startups are trying to take the place of local newspapers. But we wanted to inject some harsh reality into this conversation. Penny Muse Abernathy is the night chair of journalism and digital media economics at UNC. And Penny was actually the person who used the term extinction-level event when it comes to the local journalism ecosystem. She's in charge of the News Desert Project, which tracks journalism at the local level. There are many noble efforts right now to try to fill the news gap. Many people looked in 2008 as independent digital sites as the great savior and salvation. Unfortunately, independent news sites are having the same trouble that legacy media are having. Very easy to start a digital site, but it's much harder to build a sustainable business model. And so... And many of those, because of where the money is, both nonprofit philanthropic money as well as for-profit money, is located in metro areas. 90% of all digital sites are located in metro areas. So that leaves large areas of the country without a digital alternative. Do you feel like the coronavirus could be a turning point in the future of local news? I sure hope it is. I mean, I think it has raised awareness in a way nothing else could have of just how important it is to know what's going on in your own backyard, in your own community, and how that relates to the broader trends. You know, a good news organization really shows you how you're related to people you might not know you're related to. And I think that's what the coronavirus has shown us is which are the good news organizations that we really need to focus on. It's also raised awareness of what happens when we don't have that. Penny, as I'm thinking about when we're having this conversation, I wonder how you think this fits into our 4th of July celebrations and the press and our thoughts about democracy. We all have a stake. 
in whatever form the local newspaper is delivered in the future and the content that it actually provides us so that we can make informed decisions as residents of community, as citizens in a democracy, and as I would hope, well-intentioned people in a society about the choices that we have to make on an everyday basis and the choices that will affect our future. I'm also glad you're doing this on the 4th of July because it really is about our democracy. So thank you for doing that too. Thank you. Happy 4th of July. Thank you. Same to you. (laughs) Here's the big picture for us this holiday weekend. During this time to celebrate our freedom, the very survival of the fourth estate and its role in our democracy depends on all of us. That's it for us this week. Axios Today is brought to you by Axios and Pushkin Industries. Special thanks to Sarah Fisher and Mike Allen for their help with today's episode. This episode was produced by Nuria Marquez-Martinez, Carol Alderman, and Kara Schillen. Alex Sugiyara is our sound engineer. Sarah Kehilani-Gu is our executive editor. At Pushkin, our executive producers are Litel Malad and Jacob Weisberg. You can find me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo, and you can write to all of us at podcasts at axios.com. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and enjoy your holiday weekend.